0: We pray. Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from Luke's Gospel. Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, verses 25 through 36. Luke's Gospel, chapter 21, reading verses 25 through 36. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now, when these things began to take place, stand up, raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, You know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life and that day catch you unexpectedly like a trap, for it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Let us pray. Father God, as we hear this teaching from your Son Jesus, Lord, open our ears and our hearts anew to the message that you have for us this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Perfect timing. Sometimes here at the office, we will be in the midst of a conversation and. A question might come up in that conversation, and the only person who could answer said question that comes up in that conversation just happens to walk in the doors at just the right time. Perfect timing. Perfect timing is when I am struggling to reach something in the very top cabinet in my kitchen and my six-foot-something son walks in the door. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So today, as we enter this Advent season, this time of expectant waiting and preparation for both the celebration of the birth of Christ at Christmas, but also the return of Christ at the second coming. Again, perfect timing. God is doing a new thing again. You know, it seems like every year we kind of go with this Advent thing backwards. We approach the birth of Jesus backwards. Uh, We begin by hearing apocalyptic scriptures and words that, seem to come straight from the book of Revelation. Today, we started, if you noticed, towards the end of Luke's gospel. The end of Luke's gospel. And throughout this Advent season, we will be going backwards through Luke's gospel. Next week, we will hear the hymn of Zechariah. Then we will hear John's prophetic word in the wilderness, and then we will visit with Mary, her cousin Elizabeth, right before Jesus' birth. So I guess we could say today that as we travel through Advent, it will be the prequel to Jesus' birth, the prequel to Jesus' birth and it happens this way year after year after year why perfect timing but time is a strange bird if you think about it here in the Western Hemisphere when we're in today across the world They're already in tomorrow. They're already in tomorrow. Time can seem to crawl when you are excited or looking forward to something or some special event. Doll, I know that y'all are looking forward to the birth of this grandbaby. But then on the other hand, time seems to speed by when there's something in your future that you're not looking forward to. When there's something hard on the horizon. There's never enough time, and yet there's always too much time. Time might feel feather light, or it may feel heavy as a brick. It depends on the situation that we are each in. But here in Luke's gospel, Jesus is reminding his readers that God is not held by time like we are. I thought about asking you how many of you have looked at your watch since you've been sitting here this morning. (laughs) Sometimes we have a tendency to do that here at Red Ridge when we're doing our announcements, right? (laughs) God is not constrained by our, our watches or our calendars. You know, those things that we have that are supposed to help us And keep us from everything going on at one time. (laughs) That doesn't always work very well, does it? But in Kairos time, that is God's time in Greek. The past and the future are all woven together. For the time of now. In God's time, the past and the future are woven together for the time of right now. God's time is the now and not yet that reshapes the world's expectations. And sometimes our own. If you go back into the scriptures, you will see examples of this. In Luke's second chapter, remember Simeon? Simeon was guided by the Holy Spirit where he recognized the Christ child. He recognized Jesus as the long-awaited Messiah. And he spoke these words. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And then you look forward to Luke 21, where Jesus' own words are spoken. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the seas and waves. The powers of the heavens will be shaken. God's time, past and future, woven together for the time of now. The time of now. And the followers from Jesus' day forward, right up to you and me, understand that we are living. In that time. Luke's gospel, if you will, gives us the term called a present future. Now, I want you to think about that term because it's really a pretty interesting term when you think about our relationship with Jesus and the events of our future. He's giving us a present future here in Luke. In our scripture today, there were several signs, if you picked up on them, of the future. Signs causing people fear. Fear of what is to come. The powers of the heavens will be shaken, and people will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and glory. Do those words sound familiar? They should. They should. Jesus' words in Luke 21 echo Isaiah's prophecy against Babylon. When God promises to make the heavens tremble, and earth will be shaken out of its place at the wrath of the Lord of the host in the day of his fierce anger. The sentence, the son of man who comes on a cloud with power and glory comes straight from the book of Daniel and Daniel's vision of an apocalyptic figure who appears after God has ended the reign of an exceptionally cruel king. For us today, when our world looks like political upheaval, distress among the nations, in the words of the Scripture, when we are seeing climate issues, the signs and the sun and the moon and the stars, when we see global illnesses, and the people are breathless from fear and foreboding, when there are employment issues, hate crimes, racism, or anything else that traps people in their fear and in their despair. In the words of the scriptures, when it weighs down the hearts, it is then that we look for this second coming of the Son of Man, the Christ whose promised future makes all of the difference for us today. From Moses to Martin Luther King Jr., history is full of examples of those who, because they been to the mountaintop, had glimpsed the promised land, and had heard and believed the promise of a better future. They found the challenges of their present not only endurable, but hopeful. There's our word for today. They found the challenges of their time not only hopeful, but endurable. So they endured and were hopeful because of the promise of Jesus Christ. We, too, in the middle of some very real setbacks... Disappointments, worries of this life, can, as the scripture says, stand up, raise up your heads. Because we have heard Jesus promise as well that our redemption draws near. The Advent season encourages us to get ready for the coming of God to the earth in the form of a baby. In all of the many ways that we do that here in the Christmas season. But it also is a time for us to get ready for Christ's second coming to earth. A time that we do not know. A time that we do not know. God's time that is past and future woven together. Perfect timing. Jesus wants us to be ready as these things continue to unfold. So the message on this very first Sunday of Advent 2021 paints a hope-filled picture to all who live On the face of the earth. Amen. And amen.